0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 23. I'm your host, Norm, the master's dog Dunham, a.k.a. the evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year, I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's world watch list. From January to October, twice a month, I count down from 50 to number 31. And then throughout the month of November, which about 10 to 11 years ago, I dug. As Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from number 30 to number 1. Uh, it is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was episode 24, today's 23, tomorrow will be tw- episode 22, and so on, down to the end of the month when we reach episode number 1, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live in based upon the persecution that they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So all that being said, it is Monday, November 8th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from Morningstar News. Two Christians were killed in an attack on a church service in southern Kaduna State on Sunday, October 31st, with eight others slain in earlier assaults on predominantly Christian villages, sources said. The lethal attack on Baptist worshippers in Kakao Daji Village, Chikun County, also resulted in the kidnapping of dozens of Christians from the Sunday service, church leaders said. Quote, two Christians were killed in the church during the morning worship service, and many others were taken away at gunpoint by armed Fulani herdsmen, unquote. Jungado, president of the Kaduna Baptist Convention, said in a text message to Morningstar News. Joseph Hayab, chairman of the Kaduna State Chapter of the Christian Association of Nigeria, lamented that the Nigerian government has been incapable of stopping such atrocities after years of attacks. Quote, Christians are being killed without respite, and the government exhibits carelessness in tackling these monsters, unquote. Hayab said, quote, these evil people have troubled us for too long, unquote. In Jinkasa village, zangon Kataf County, Fulani herdsmen on October 25th killed four Christians and wounded three others, residents said. Samuel Arawan, commissioner of the Internal and Home Affairs for Kaduna State, identified those killed as Luca Nelson, Timothy Coney, excuse me, Posse Peter, and George Francis. Wounded by gunshots were Daniel Dauda, Extra James, and Henry Francis, he said. Quote, the injured persons are now receiving treatment in hospital, unquote, Arawan said. On October 24th, in Unguan Talia village, Zangong Katif County, herdsmen killed two Christians, residents said. Quote The herdsmen attacked our village at about four thirty PM. They were large in number and they were shooting randomly as they invaded our community, unquote. Village resident Ayuba Musa sent in a text message to Morningstar News. Quote, two of our Christian villagers were killed. And many other had gunshot wounds. The injured were receiving hospital treatment, he said. Arawan confirmed the killings and said the troops would continue search and rescue operations in the area. Nigeria was the country with the most Christian ki- Christians killed for their faith last year, from November 2019 to October 2020 at 3,530, which is up from 1,350 in 2019, according to Open Door's 2021 World Watch List report. In overall violence, Nigeria was only second to Pakistan, and it trailed only China in the number of churches attacked or closed, which was 270 according to the list. So again, we see a lot of these countries where they come up over and over again. And sometimes as I'm looking for these stories, I will almost pass over a story because I think I've done it before, because we keep seeing these same places, China, Egypt, Nigeria, Pakistan. Um, and uh, the reason for that, the, India the reason we we get that is those are areas where they're able to get the information out to news sources like Morning Star News or International Christian Re, uh, Concern or Release International. Any of those places they're able to get these news to them, and they're able to pass it on to us. There's many countries on this World Watch list where news doesn't travel because they're they're so isolated. Rarely do we get actual stories of what is happening in North Korea firsthand because there's no way for those to for them to get that information out to us we just we know from people who have escaped or other uh you know other pathways to the information things that are happening there and how bad the persecution is rarely do we get an individual who has endured this persecution that is able to get that information to someone on the outside so let's continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in nigeria we're guaranteed to keep hearing this this place especially kaduna state seems to be the real hotbed which is where the Fulani militants and so on are active so we'll continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in that area And that brings us to our world watch list country for today, number 23, which is Turkmenistan. Some facts about Turkmenistan. The region is Central Asia. The persecution type is dictatorial paranoia. paranoia. The main religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. The population is 6,031,000, of which about 68,000 are Christians, so roughly about 1%. The government is a presidential republic, and the leader is President Kurbanguli, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. It's, it's got too many syllables. So, what does persecution look like in Turkmenistan? What is life like for Christians? Persecution against Christians in this repressive state comes largely from the government and from society. The government imposes many restrictions on church life unless their churches are registered. Christians are highly susceptible to police raids, threats, arrests, and fines. Even Russian Orthodox and Armenian Apostolic Churches may have their Sunday services monitored. The printing or importing of Christian materials is also restricted. Believers who come from Muslim backgrounds experience intense pressure from families, friends, and villagers to deny their faith. What has changed in Turkmenistan? Despite dropping a place from last year's position on the World Watch List, Little has changed for Christians in Turkmenistan. It remains hugely challenging for those who follow Jesus, notably due to restrictions and surveillance from the state and pressure on converts to recant. Who's most vulnerable to persecution? Whilst government oppression is prevalent across the country, believers from Muslim backgrounds experience greater pressure in rural areas. So how can we pray for Turkmenistan? Pray for an easing of heavy restrictions on churches in Turkmenistan. Pray for the physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being of church leaders. It's a role that can entail intense pressure. And ask that believers who come to Christ from Muslim backgrounds will be guarded from harm. That families, friends, villagers will be powerfully impacted by the transformation of their lives. Let's pray. Father, thank you again that we have this time to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith. Lord, we praise you that you have provided for us a social media platform where we can come together across vast distances and even across the expanse of time. As many people will watch this video later or download the podcast later and still yet join their voices with us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we do pray that you would protect our ability to freely use these platforms and not be uh, unduly censored by those uh, in authority in those places, Lord. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria right now, God. We pray that you would uh, turn the hearts of the the Islamic fundamentalists, these Fulani militants and uh, groups like Al-Shabaab and Boko Haram that are active in these areas, Lord. I pray that you would use the witness of your believers there, The boldness of their proclamation of the gospel and their willingness to endure this persecution for their faith lord i pray that you would use that to draw those people to yourself to draw them to a place of repentance and faith we pray for the families of those who have been murdered we pray that you bring them peace lord and we pray that you would those who have been kidnapped we pray that you would quickly return them home to their families safely lord And that again, that you would use their willingness to endure this persecution as a witness to those uh, who would even be their their persecutors, those who have kidnapped them and those who have murdered them. Lord, that you would use their witness to draw them to repentance and faith. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Turkmenistan. We do pray that the government would ease the. The the heavy restrictions that are on churches there, Lord, that there would be an opening for more and more churches to be started there and not have to be registered with the state and not have to be monitored by the state. Lord, we pray for the church leaders, those pastors that you have raised up in that area, that you would bless them, Lord, that you would give them uh, stamina um, and endurance to run the race that you have laid out for them, Lord, uh, that they would do so well, um, that they would finish well. Uh, god that you would not allow them to be led astray by false doctrines and and heretical teachings but that they would maintain their focus on you christ crucified and the gospel that surrounds uh that particular event the work that you did uh, for salvation on the cross lord and we pray for all those who have come To believe in you, have repented and put their faith in you who come from a Muslim background. Father, we pray that you would give them favor with their families and their communities. That they would not be uh, persecuted and and pressured by those, those groups. But God, that you would use their witness again to draw their family and friends and those in their communities to a place of repentance and faith. God, that your church would begin to grow because of those who are persecuted and their willingness to endure that for your name and for your glory, because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray all these things, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for, for joining us, joining us, joining me um, in this um, endeavor to bring persecu- or uh, awareness and prayer to our persecuted brothers and sisters. If you know anyone else who'd be willing to take 10 to 15 minutes a day, to either watch the video or download the audio podcast and listen to it while they're out and about doing whatever it is they have to do during that day. If they're willing to pray for our brothers and sisters, invite them to come over to the 5th SEAL page on Facebook, or they can come to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification button, get all the information, all the content that is released there. Um, like and share the video that makes the algorithm send it out to more and more people who might like to see something like this. And again, with all the new subscribers that have come over on evangelical norm and new members to the fifth seal that's due to you guys who are willing to, to like and share and interact with the videos. And it, it it gets uh, dispersed to a wider uh, audience. So again, thank you all very much for, for, taking the time to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.